Ass button and all right, cool. We back, so yeah, you know, we ain't got to go through the whole theme song again and theatrics and all that. I got my podcast recording situation all good to go. So, this how this how I kind of want to do this, right? <clears throat> and mind you, I was podcasting way before you know, I was a YouTuber or whatever, way before Cowboys YouTube, before draft YouTube. I just used to cut the mic on and talk about shit, but um, YouTube was hotter than fish grease, so. I had to hop on that. So what I'm going to do, and mind you, my um, audience has expanded like eight times since then. So salute to everybody that's up in here that uh, tuned into the Cowboys pod well, stream and y'all came over to tune into this one. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. So how many people we got listening live? How many people we got listening live? All right, cool. 24, 25. That's perfect. That's all I need. That's all I need. So, peep, y'all, um, like I said on the last stream, I'm, I'm building my new podcast acumen thing. I just kind of want to give that a go. So, it'll be Q&A based or like if I have a topic already, I'll just kind of jump in and do that. Um, I already have, you know, some other things up on my Vatch's Voice podcast feed or whatnot. So it's on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever you want to do. Two Super Chats, Crimson God, Jeremiah Peoples was good. Pershade it. Salute to y'all. Um, it's on it's on everything. Spotify, it's on all that. Just type in Vach Lombardi or Vach's Voice, whatever you want to do, and it'll pop up for you. So uh, I did an Aisha Curry uh, kind of thoughts and reaction with a friend of mine uh, about yesterday or so. So I'm going to put that up tonight, but now I'm going to record this and put it in podcast form so I can listen to it later. And I'm going to lean on some chat box questions. So this is what I'm going to ask you guys, man. If y'all just got anything y'all want to talk to me about, shoot it it can be like a current event it could be about uh you can talk about food you want to talk about music you can do whatever you want to do you know what i'm saying uh we need aisha curry opinions it's coming out tonight man that 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 video is coming out tonight man but boy i kind of went in on, on on aisha a little bit and i didn't want to man i didn't want to but uh and I want to say what I said, man. But just tune into the podcast, man. It's dropping tonight. I'm, 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 I'm actually gonna upload it as soon as I'm done with this. So, like I said, go find the Vatch's voice thing. But like I say, chat box. If you have any questions, man, we gonna, um, we gonna uh, do this thing up. <clears throat> so let's see. How often do you cook, and what's your favorite thing to cook? Mooseville, appreciate you. Let me say this though, Mooseville. So I cook a lot. Eating out is expensive, but this is something that I'm that I'm just now, I'm just now kind of navigating in real life, right, Mooseville. So I'm black, right, and I was raised in a black house, and everybody ate steaks well done in my house. That's just how they eat steak. A lot of people in my community they just eat steak that way. But damn it, since I learned how to make medium rare steak and not punk out, 
Everybody's been telling me, yo, Vach, you gotta, you gotta eat your steak medium rare. Quit burning it, quit burning. I'm like, that bitch bleeding. But it's not blood. It's just um, it's just a myo uh myoglobin in a in a um in a liquid form. So it's not bleeding. And if it's bleeding heavy, you probably shouldn't have cut your damn steak no way. Let it rest a little bit, right? But fam. I learned how to cook the medium rare steak perfectly. And I'm working on my technique and I'm learning different tenderizing methods. So this is what I like to do. I do a 24-hour marinade, right? This is going to sound a little strange. But I'll blend up some blueberries, right? And the blueberries don't make the, like it don't make it taste like blueberries. But whatever the juice and the chemical compounds and shit is going to do to it, it breaks the meat down and just makes it a little more tender, right? After I marinate that for about 20 hours, I take it out and I salt and pepper it and I let it sit for another four or five hours. What that does is, and, and, and look, I've been doing I've been doing steak research for years. What that does is the, the salt pulls the moisture out of the steak and then once it keeps resting, the 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 moisture salt gets back into the steak after it's been tenderized with the little blueberry citrus joint. You sear that bitch for two minutes on both sides, put it in the oven, 425 degrees for three minutes. I just threw my pen all over this mother. Ah. Ah, damn medium rare T-bone, a medium rare filet mignon. Man, and I'm trying to tell all my friends and family who are black people, I'm trying to tell them all like, man, look, I'm not selling out, but a medium rare steak is the best shit you could ever have. <laughs> I see why people get surgery to get red meat removed out of their body because steak is fantastic. And I never was a steak guy. I didn't know why people love steak, but I didn't because we've been eating steak wrong our whole life. Our whole life, we've been eating steak the wrong way. My people. Well done steak is trash. And that's my move. As far as um, as far as other food I like to do, man, I like to consider myself a barbecue pit master, but that's just the Mississippi and me coming out. Um, and um, my favorite food is uh is uh tacos. I have a really a really particular way to cook my tacos. I got a lot of ways I can do it, man, but I'm a heavy taco guy. But you know, that just is what that is. That just is what that is. I swear black folks medium well. 80% of the time. Hey, man, and look, ain't nothing wrong with medium well. But goodness, medium rare is just different. Uh, mid-rare just different, man. It's different. What else y'all got? Do I have a celebrity crush? God damn. For the longest, it was uh, it was uh, Megan Good, man. But, uh, but I'm at a point in my life where I don't really do celebrity crush no more because this is what I learned. I learned that the more you learn about people that you have like a like a super admiration for, it make you like it makes you look past like the crush thing, right? For example, Janae Aiko. I love Janae Aiko. She's built just like I like, man. It's just 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 perfect like I like. But if you listen to her music, she's kind of crazy. <laughs> like she 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 she's she's, she's kind of crazy. And that seems to be the thing with a lot of um you know, with a lot of, you know, of my celebrity. I love Rihanna, but allegedly Chris Brown beat her up because he she gave him an STD, you know, like shit like that. So I try to be careful with the whole celebrity crush thing, you know. Cardi B kind of funny looking at me like that's just, you know, 
just, it just, it just what it is. But uh, you know, you know how it is, Rihanna man. Nene's dropping tacos because oh, Demetra Obalon. Oh goodness, oh goodness, Demetra. Oh, can I talk about Demetra Obalon for a minute? She do uh, she do traffic in Dallas or some shit. Can I talk about Demetra? Can I talk about shit, Bruh, Like she got famous. This is this is how she got famous, right? She got famous because some lady, uh, probably a white lady, some 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 lady uh, was like, I don't like how she all thick on TV. I'm trying to watch the news and I see her come across the screen and she all thick and shit. I'm just like, <laughs> but all the men like, bro, <laughs> bro. Let me tell you something. Demetra Obalor gets all the attention Aisha Curry wish she got. Oh, good. All that. Look, Aisha Curry can't stand Demetra Obalor. And she just be posting all the little Instagram pics of her working out in the gym, trying to get even more thickness she need to be. That's my damn celebrity crush. Thank you, Nene. Thank you so much. I mean, Nene, like, like you know, like you, my wife, and all that. But <laughs> if we could have a girlfriend, <laughs> Demetria Hobolo would be our girlfriend. <laughs> oh, shit. oh goodness, Cardi B is funny looking. I agree. I agree. What what else y'all got? Hundred grand. What's good, man? What other uh, what other uh, questions y'all got, man? Ask me anything. I don't care, man. That that's kind of how this show was built, man. Like I just want. I'm just this me chilling with y'all. It's just me hanging out with y'all. Y'all can ask me anything. Too old. Don't know anyone you're talking about. Let me tell you something. Type in Demetria Obelar. D E. Let me spell it out for you. Where's my pen? I threw my pen talking my steak. Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. Uh. D-E-M-E-T-R-A-O-B-I-L-O-R. Demetria Obelar. Type that shit in and lose your mind for 20 seconds. Please. Vash, don't, don't be speaking to Nini like that while we can. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and block you for like 30 seconds, for like 300 seconds. You, let me just put you in timeout. Don't talk to Nini, man. <clears throat> Don't say that too loud. You don't want female activist groups on you. Hundred grand. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I don't think I really care about um about like activist groups, you know? One of my um one of my idols, the late great Black Philip, Patrice O'Neill, right? He has this quote, man. I dropped it on my Twitter the other day, man. He was like, uh, he was like, people have twisted male honesty into misogyny. You know what I mean? Misogyny once upon a time was only the hate of women. Now misogyny is just how men feel in general or just the the disagreement or disagreeing with women, which ain't misogyny, but to them it's anti-feminist or 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 it's just anti-them, which ain't the case. It's not anti-them, it's just pro-us. You know what I'm saying? So this is my big thing on this platform and why... I think as a YouTuber, it's so important for me. I've said many times, I don't think I ever want to be on ESPN. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I got to apologize for saying some shit I feel like. You know what I'm saying? For saying some shit that I really feel. And when I think about male honesty, okay, how about this? Let's talk about male honesty. And I don't care about some some uh, some feminist activist group hating on hating on this, right? How about this? When I'm watching, um, when I'm watching Avengers Endgame, right, 
And we having this big ass fight, this big ass, you know, battle at the end. We fighting down. Spoilers, by the way. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Avengers Endgame, you got 10 seconds to get the hell up out of here. I'm giving you 10. I'm giving you 10 seconds. Five seconds you have before I start spoiling in game. What the hell was this I am every woman scene at the end of Avengers Endgame that had to be so contrived? That had to be so contrived. And this may sound misogynist, but fuck it. Like, I think when you try so hard to put a spotlight on a woman's moment, I think it takes away from the woman's moment. Every time, <laughs> every time you hear, you know, you hear any, you know, any feminist or anything, when you hear them say, say, say them do, when you hear them say things like I can do things just as good as a man can, they kind of they kind of bring themselves down because you're doing it in the image of how a man can. So perfect example, set it off, right? Classic movie, set it off about four bank robbers, four female bank robbers. Not one time that I get sick watching set it off. Four main characters, four females. And, and, and it never made me sick because they just happen to be four female bank robbers. That's it. Not one time in the movie did they go, let's show these boys how to rob a bank. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Let's show these boys how, how to get shot in the middle of a street. God. And Josh, I feel you. I feel you. Because I know what A-Force is, right? Salute to A-Force. But it's the it's the 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 big spotlight that they put on it. It's the big forcing that they it wasn't executed very well. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Y'all got 10 seconds before I start spoiling the shit out of Game of Thrones. Seven. Four. You wanna know what I like about Game of Thrones? Is all the females that came into power on Game of Thrones, it was all well written and it was all natural. Like it was like they were all put in the place like well, you know what I mean? Season eight writing is a bit weird, but think about how Danny came into power, right? She was just the last Targaryen bitch, just 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 alone, her and her brother. She she fucked the 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 king Dothraki. She's the queen Dothraki. They say, "Look, you got to earn their respect. I'm going to eat this horse heart to earn to earn your respect." Now all of a sudden, I got an army of Dothraki. That makes sense. Yo, the unsullied. I'm going to use my weapons to free these slaves. I'm going to free. I'm going to I'm going to free this slave army. The Dothraki go, you know what? We free, but I'll tell you what, we appreciate you setting us free. You have our loyalty now. Daenerys has one of the biggest armies in the series, but it was natural how she got it. Sansa is a strong female character. 
She got abused. She got beaten. She got raped. She was tortured until the point to where she just stopped giving a fuck about people. That's why Sansa is strong. Arya is strong for a reason. You look at the damn Endgame movie. You know, you want to know how you want to know how 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 you know the I am every woman scene was was poorly executed and 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 girl power moment. Let's take let's take Okoye, right? Okoye, general of the Dora Milaje, uh top fighting, uh top uh top war unit in Wakanda. Been training your whole life. Cool. That's why you can fight. Captain Marvel, we know how she got our power. We we know how she got her powers. Cool. That's how you can fight. Why was um what's the what's the uh chick from Guardians of the Galaxy with the Ant- Mantis? Why was Mantis there? <laughs> why was Mantis there? Pepper Potts can't fight, but at least she got a suit that can, you know, rescue, thank you. But at least she got a suit that can shoot missiles and I can fly and shit. Why was Mantis there? At least Howard the Duck had a gun. <laughs> In the I Am Every Woman scene, why was Mantis there? Oh my goodness, for what? Because you, because well, because we had to, we had to to find a way to contrive every woman in a scene. You know what that would have been like? That would have been like if all the black characters came together and show, let's show these white people how to whoop some Thanos ass. Oh Jesus, that shit would have made me sick. <laughs> that shit would have made me sick. Why was Mantis there? What was she doing in the fight, <laughs> bruh? So. And there's probably some female activist that's going to call me misogynist for it or, oh, we're going to boycott Vice Lombardi. I'm not CBS. Fuck you. <laughs> if you want to go, you can leave. You can leave. I don't mind a strong female character. Let's talk about Captain Marvel, the, the movie Captain Marvel. I have no problem with Captain Marvel being a powerful character. This is my power. This is my problem with the whole Captain Marvel thing. The Russos rolled her out as the most powerful character in the MCU. That's not true. Thor is the most powerful character in the MCU. You wanted girl tickets, and that's fine. Get your girl tickets, cause you put out Panther to get black tickets. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Look at Nene. She said Mantis did nothing. Zuri, uh, Shuri, Sh- yeah, Shuri just got the look. That's another thing. Why was Shuri there? Shuri ain't got no martial arts background. She just got the blasters. You know what I'm saying? T'Challa been training his whole life since he was five. T'Challa been training since he was five. Shuri, how long you been training? For twenty minutes. <laughs> I got my blasters though. I can they go pew pew. But my blasters go pew pew. You know what I'm saying? Man, look, I'm not mad, bro. I'm not mad. But just write it in. Oh my bad. I was I was um I was uh, talking about um Captain Marvel. Look, Captain Marvel, yeah, she was rolled out as being the most powerful, the most powerful uh uh character in the MCU. N- not not true. But whatever. Cool. But you know the, the part at the end where 
they had the little girl get up off the baseball, the baseball diamond, and the little girl that got up with the football helmet, and the little girl that got up with the other situation, and and the and the song in the background. I'm just a girl. I'm like ah, ah come on, <laughs> just don't force it down my throat, man. That's my that's my big move though. That's 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 my big move. But you know what? Male honesty has been twisted into misogyny for some reason, but whatever. I saw another question up here. And y'all keep sending questions. I'm going to do this for a minute. Um, somebody said, my top three artists, regardless of genre. Damn, dog. Why would you do that, man? Why would you say that shit? Why would you do that? My top three artists, regardless of genre. Let's go Prince. Let's go Stevie Wonder, that is. And it's probably going to be three three black people, by the way. So just, <laughs> so just get over it. Uh, Prince, Stevie Wonder, Tupac, maybe? And it's kind of strange to put Prince and Tupac in the same breath, but they do things differently. So I think I can do that. And we cross genres here. We cross genres. Now, can I cross out Stevie Wonder and put Ray Charles? Absolutely. I, I can 100% do that. I don't think I will, though. I don't think I will. Prince, Stevie Wonder, Tupac. Th those are my top three until I can think of something else. Until I can think of something else. I'm a huge Phil Collins fan, though. Huge, huge Phil Collins fan. Hell, uh, El Jefe says, Michael Jackson? Nah, I'm not that big. On Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is fantastic. I'm a fan of Michael Jackson. But top three. I think Prince is a ye is is a, a eon better than Michael Jackson. And that's just my opinion. Prince is way more talented than Michael Jackson. And if you look at my playlist, Prince got more music I would rather listen to than Michael Jackson. Prince just Prince Prince just just uh Prince just, like, there was this album drop. Like, a Prince just dropped that. Like, he didn't drop it because he's dead. But a Prince album just dropped. Um, it was called A Microphone and a Piano or something like that. And it was like 11 songs. And all he did was just play the piano in a row, just singing covers, singing other songs. And he just played his piano. And it was just the most majestic, <laughs> the most majestic shit in the world. The whole Prince Michael Jackson conversation, and I get into it a lot. But I'll have it again, and I don't mind having it. I have a lot of respect for musical artists that write their own music, compose it, and perform it. That's my big three, man. Writing, composing, performing it. And Prince wrote his lyrics. He did the arrangements for the, uh, for the music. And Prince sang. And he performed it. It's another thing where I give Prince the edge. And, and, you know, people say Michael was a better performer. I still think you got to pump the brakes on that. Think about um, think about performance. Just think about what we're thinking about in terms of performance, right? Michael Jackson, when we think about Michael Jackson as a performer, we're thinking about his vocals and his dancing. But when I think about Prince as a as a performer, 
I would much rather listen to Prince play the guitar live than to watch Michael Jackson dance. And Prince playing instruments is a performance. So even if you try to give Mike that edge, bro, there's no way you can listen to some of what Prince does, like with his live guitar stuff, and not say that ain't performance. He certainly can. He doesn't live, but he can. Prince much better, though. Um, Think about this stat. You want to talk about stats since I'm a football guy. Think about this stat. You know, Prince has never performed Purple Rain the same way twice. Like, if you go look up Purple Rain, right, every rendition of Purple Rain that you can find on YouTube or anywhere, they all sound different. They all got a little extra part in it. They got a little extra, like, the the guitar riff is riff is different something you know what i'm saying everything's different about a particular prince performance mike mike said can we get back to football hell no with your late ass um everything like every um like like uh pick this out there was this uh carlos santana song called uh called a jungle strut and i'm a big fan of santana what he does with his guitar like like in terms of putting together uh, like multiple notes or whatever, it's hard to do what Santana does. Prince say, fuck it, I'm going to play that shit <laughs> just like you did it with the same complexity and make it a little better, and it makes me cry. If you just want to cry one time, go look up Prince Jungle Strut. It'll make you cry, and I think a performance like that is better than anything that Michael Jackson can do. A lot of y'all familiar with uh, Prince's uh, guitar riff uh, or his solo at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My guitar gently weeps. Prince wasn't even supposed to be doing that. Somebody else was going to be in Prince's spot doing a solo. Prince was just going to chill. But Rolling Stones did a did a top 100 guitarist list. And Prince wasn't on it at all. And Prince didn't like it. So they let Prince in and, you know, everybody else was doing their guitar thing. It was another cat. He had a little solo. And that dude's solo was like, about what, 40 seconds? And Prince's guitar solo was supposed to be 40 seconds. <laughs> Motherfucker, Prince went up that bitch had played guitar for two minutes <laughs> and smoked everybody. That's the kind of shit Prince got in him, in my opinion, which is a little better. Than, um, than what Michael Jackson does. No hate to Michael Jackson, but I just think Prince a little bit better. And I've heard many arguments on Mike's side. Well, what about the hits? You know, uh, uh, Mike got more hits than Prince. Sure, but Drake got more hits than Scarface. You know what I'm saying? And Scarface is, is one of my top three rappers of all time. So don't tell me about hits and don't tell me about critical acclaim and don't tell me about billboards and numbers. Don't tell me about how much money. Don't tell me about fans. If we're talking about the artists. We're talking about music. I isolate all the bullshit. And Prince beat, beats Michael Jackson in a lot of categories. Plenty of them. But that's just my thoughts. Maybe one day I'll actually play some Prince for us to listen to and we can get into how nasty Prince's, Prince's guitar solo work can be. But. Maybe that's for another day. Unless y'all want to, you know, unless y'all want to get into that kind of thing. And, you know, we, <laughs> you know, let's see. 
Uh, Prince was ahead of his time. Prince should be his own genre. You know, technically, you can say Prince can be his own genre, but this is the problem with that. Like, the problem with Prince being his own genre is that Prince did every genre well. Prince even rapped. Prince got a song called um, My Name is Prince. They call me Prince, something like that. Prince could rap. And I try to put it in, in, in context to people, right? I'm trying to explain to people, like, man, like, imagine if Luther Vandross made, like, uh, made, a, made a jazz album and it went number one. Then he came out and made a hip-hop album and it was number one. Then he made a techno album and that was a classic. That's Prince. That's Prince. Prince ain't even a rock guy. Prince started like he he did a lot of disco stuff, got into funk, got into rap, changed bands into the new power generation, got 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 some R and B stuff in that, got back to his soul roots. Like Prince does all genres. But that's just my thoughts. What else y'all got? What other questions y'all got? We got into music. We did food real quick. We did misogyny. <laughs> We got in the Game of Thrones and Marvel Boy. We got it in. What else y'all got? Steven Wonder and Ray, and Ray Charles could both catch these hands if they come me sideways. Oh my goodness. Uh Joe mentioned Otis Red. I like Otis Red. Otis Red might be like my favorite soul singer. And I know that's a little wild because Al Green is like a you know one of the 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 kings of of of, of soul music. And um I'm a huge fan of Al Green, but goodness, 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 goodness. Man, Otis Redden different. Otis Redden was probably the 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 first guy, in my personal opinion, that can cover a song, make it sound totally different, and forget your song exists. After putting more soul on it, yeah, Otis your guy. Otis is your guy. <clears throat> um, what about Marvin? I love Marvin too. Okay, so think about soul music in this way. And I actually did a did a soul podcast. So, like I said. Um, Vach's Voice Podcast Y'all go check all that out uh, I got some good shit in there um, it's, it's labeled in my mind But that's the title on it And, and um, we was talking about soul music Soul music come in different categories And that's what's, so, that's what's so dope about soul music right? You can get into your soul gospel bag Which will be like a Sam Cooke type of character Or uh, you talk about Marvin uh, Marvin Gaye That'll be like a soul R&B type of deal um, Otis did like all the soul But he did some soul rock kind of stuff And um, Al Green is like a soul blues kind of guy, you know what I mean? So, so like it's a lot of different souls you can get into. James Brown is a soul funk kind of guy. So when when you look at when you look at uh, at different, like we just can't we just can't call soul one thing. Soul is really how you do things. Soul is like the extra stuff you put into a song. Like it's not really a genre. It's just the Cigarettes and coffee, yes, sir. It's just the the extra shit you could do to it. Like, um, like think about Otis, man. Otis, Otis is singing the hook, right? Soul is basically going going is going against the grain of regular music shit. So music is uniform. It's all precise. It's all dun 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 ta dun 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 ta. Like it's very unit like, right? Otis Redding will do shit. Like he'll just have a song completely off beat, off everything, just off tempo or just whatever. And he'll do a hook. And instead of getting off the hook into another verse like you're supposed to do, Otis would be like, I'm gonna sing it one more time. And he'll sing the hook one more time. Like that's soul music. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, just putting extra feeling and inflections on your music or whatever. Whenever you hear Al Green go, Ow! like that's soul shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a lot of bags you can you can get into with your with the whole soul thing. You just can't say one guy is better than one other guy in soul. So, yeah. My favorite Drake line, I've been Urkel for some years, is better being Jaleel. 100%. I was off close, uh, closer to my dreams, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what Al Green do, Vice? You go, wow! That's what Al Green do. <laughs> Look, man, Al Green was on, uh, he did a song with, uh, damn, who he, who he, who, who he did? Um, and Nesby. And let me let me find this shit. I'm playing music on this shit. I always talk about not playing music on these podcasts. We're gonna talk about some music on this shit. Somebody asked me about my top five rappers. Let me write that down. Top five hip hop. Hey man, let me let me let me let me let me uh let me let me put put y'all up on some game, man. And um this stream won't even exist, man. So like after we done with this, I'm gonna erase it and just put it up on the Vice's Voice podcast. Um, and Nesby, I believe, featuring Al Green, put it on paper. And this was when Al Green's singing voice was kind of going away because he was older. Yes, yes. So look, this was when Al Green's singing voice went away. So Al Green had to get us with the inflections. Like, that's how Al Green won us over. Wait a minute. And look, mind you, Ann Nesby killed this shit. <laughs> Nesby killed this shit. But Al Green was different. Hold on. Listen, Al Green. That's the kind of shit Al Green does. <laughs> that, uh, that that little voice rasp, that rasp voice thing. That 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 D'Angelo took, that Life Jennings took, that Jamie Foxx tried to take that little thing. That's the kind of shit Al Green into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me show you some other shit. Let's get back into this other little thing that happens in the soul bag. Right? Um Marvin did this a lot, like like just soul acts in general. When they duet or whatever, it's like they talking to each other. It's like they having a conversation. So Anne can be killing it, but when it's time for Marvin to come in, Marvin to tell her, wait a, wait a minute, woman, hold on, and then he'll sing his part. Wait a minute, let me put y'all on some shit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, dog. Wait a minute, dog. Wait a minute. Al Green meant that shit, dog. You're not gonna tell me if somebody go wait a minute, and he said it twice. <laughs> he say wait a minute twice. <laughs> then he did that thing, and he proceeded to tell you what you was wrong about. Oh please! Oh please! That's what's so dope about soul music. That's what's so dope about soul music. Uh, Vladimir Putin says, huh, I'll tell you what. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yep. 
Hey man, that's the Yep Challenge. In case y'all ain't know, in case y'all new to the to the uh, to the podcast, like that's my thing, the Yep Challenge. I feel like whenever you, um, whenever you have something you want to say, you can make it a lot more prolific if you put "I'll tell you what" on the front of it and "Yep" on the end of it. For example, "I'll tell you what," just because she laying in the bed, don't mean she sleep. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's the yep challenge. Y'all can feel free to drop y'all yeps if you want to. But uh yeah, man, that's my that's my that's my soul thing, man. That's my that's my soul convo, man. But uh Al Green, man, Al Green let you know how he felt. Like, wait a minute, wait a <laughs> like boy, like whatever Ann was trying to tell you, dog. Whatever the hell Ann was trying to tell you, don't listen to that shit. You need <laughs> Al Green. Anyway. Um, what my time look like? Let's do one more and then I'm gonna leave. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Vach is brilliant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey man, pre- hey, appreciate you, man. Pre- appreciate you. All right, cool. Let's get into hip hop then. <clears throat> Let's get into hip hop. Somebody asked me about my top five hip hop guys, in which I haven't really put. I don't think I put too much thought into this. I don't know, but I don't know. Uh. Special case said, I tell you what, you get on that horse, you got to ride it. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, top five hip-hop guys. I know Tupac is up there. Mind you, uh, I'm 27 years old. I was born in 1992. So, uh, Just to give y'all some you know, context there. Tupac is there. Scarface is there. I don't know if this is in any order, but hmm. Tupac, Scarface. I definitely got a lot more respect for Jay Z now than ever. Uh, Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand, definitely there, definitely there. And who's my fifth guy? Eminem can rap his ass off, but I, I don't know if I want to put him there. I don't know if I want to put him there. Do I want to put Rakim right there? Because Rakim rap like a saxophone. You know what I'm saying? Like Rakim, <laughs> Rakim different. But I don't think his longevity there. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. How about this? Since I'm 27 years old, I'm going to put it there. I'm going to put here somebody from my generation. We're going to go Lil Wayne. We're going to go Lil Wayne. And let me just kind of break down my thoughts on, like, you know, what I, you know, like what I got from, like, favorite rappers or whatever, right? Um, Somebody I can listen to all day, every day. What was your run like? Like, longevity or whatever. What was your impact? Can you make me feel what you were saying? Shit, based on the the playlist that I have for a certain like how long is that playlist from that artist? You know what I'm saying? And Tupac, Scarface, Jay-Z, Andre 3000, Lil Wayne, all those guys are man, listen, bro. Wayne's run was so different. It was so different. Like I remember like Long runs in, in hip-hop wasn't a thing. Rakim's run wasn't that long. 
um, Nas didn't really have a long, like Nas was good and he did the whole Nostradamus thing and then he kind of came back in a good way. But think about how consistent Wayne was year after year. And then he took it to another level. This how dope Wayne was. Like Wayne was a good rapper in the get off the corner days. Just a good rapper. But after that, when he got into the prefix stuff, the squad mixtapes, then you got Carter 1 and 2 Wayne. The Mob by Lil Wayne might be like my one of my favorite hip-hop songs of all time. Um, then after that, then think about the, the mixtape feature run that Wayne went on. Wayne done at Carter three. Carter three was his. I don't. I don't, I don't think Carter three was his peak. I think Carter three was more so. That was his commercial success. But Wayne's peak was. You remember right up in the middle. Gilly the kid wrote that. Well, shit, Gil. Gilly the kid should have kept some of his raps in because Gil ain't doing shit. What Wayne was doing. I think Wayne's peak was. And trust me, I sold CDs around this time. Like, I sold bootleg CDs, mixtapes, and all that. So I just, I know how hot Wayne was at the time. Like, when Wayne did the uh, did the uh, DJ Khaled verse, the We Taking Over verse, shit. That was Wayne in his peak. From the We Taking Over joint to do all the features, to the no ceilings, to the droughts, to the... Um, the the uh the uh dedications and all that stuff. Wayne legitimately had like a 12 year run. What the fuck? Who that who else got a 12 year run in hip hop? Only the greats. LL Cool J got a long run, but I don't, I don't know like 12. Jay-Z got a long run. I would say Jay-Z got about a you know he got about 12, 12, 12 plus years in him. Like Jay-Z been rapping since he was like 18, 19 or so, or, or or at least I know of his music from 18 or 19 or so. Jay-Z like 50 now. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z's rap is, you know, pretty top tier. But Wayne's run, ridiculous. Andre 3000, I, I feel like it's it's not a soul that can rap better than him. Not a soul can rap better than Andre 3000. So like word-wise, just flipping words, lyrical stuff, I consider 3000 a better lyrical rapper than, um, than Marshall Mathers. That's just real talk. You know, cause cause to be fair, Eminem got some got some verses that I ain't trying to hear. I don't think I ever heard Andre three thousand verse. I just ain't trying to hear. <laughs> Shit. And then, um, this is some new like this is three thousand like Andre's new lane, like Andre three thousand's new lane. Like if we never get another Outkast album, I'm fine with that because it's not gonna be what we want. You know what I'm saying? Like people want another Outkast album in a sense of, um, like they want another, they want another AT Aliens. They want a Quimini again. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think we're gonna get that. If we get an Andre 3000 album, it's gonna be a lot of soul, like 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 neo soul. It's gonna be a bunch of like jazzy stuff in there, just some extra R and B stuff. And that ain't the Andre 3000 album that we necessarily want. What where Andre three thousand, um, where he makes his big bread at, like where he's really, you know, making the babies at, is just doing features. Andre three thousand on the new Anderson Pack album, fantastic. 
He'll do a verse on a Drake album, a, a verse on a Beyonce album, on a on a um on a Frank Ocean album or something like that. Like just his side verses are fantastic. Andre 3000 got a verse, and if you go check out my top uh was my top 10, top 15 hip hop verses or whatever. My favorite, uh, my favorite verse of all time was Andre 3016 Ain't Enough. Uh, it was on a Rick Ross song um, on his uh, God Forgives I Don't album or whatever, which was a pretty solid album. Um, but just that verse, man. And, and look, Rick Ross did the best he can, man. Rick Ross did the best he can to come out that thing just fighting. And he and and he knew he knew that Andre was gonna come chop his head off, bro. But yeah. Andre chopped his head off with that storytelling. Go listen to that. Go listen to 16 Ain't Enough. Or you can go listen to the Vice Voice podcast where I'm breaking down um, my favorite hip-hop verse. I think the name of that that episode was uh, What Would Lil Yachty Say? Where I just dissed the shit out of Lil Yachty for, <laughs> for, for, for six hours. Um, and, you know, like, Scarface, like, emo Scarface. There's no rapper better than emo Scarface. Like, there's no... <laughs> And I keep saying that there's no rapper better than this, but but that's how that's how I feel about my top guys, though. That's how I feel about my top five guys. Like, um, like Scarface as a whole, um, is probably one of the most underrated guys, uh, you know, lyricists in in general. But Scarface, when he's in his emo bag, um, in between us, um, this can't be life. Smile featuring um featuring Tupac. Um, somehow, some way, any, any, any of those emo Scarface verses, man. Come on, man. Come on, my dude. It ain't even close. And you know, Tupac, man. You know, my, you know my my favorite Tupac verses. Uh, the second one on changes. The first one, me. Um, the first me against the world. The second staring at my. The first staring at my rearview verse. Like it's just you know, it just is what it is. And a real one saying Pac. You know, Pac wasn't no gangster. I feel you, but I ain't listen to Pac to be a gangster. Like I ain't really, I don't care about that shit. Like you know, like y'all rappers, y'all ain't who who cares if you're a gangster or not. I listen to rappers based on what y'all rapping about. And what I really liked about Pac was Pac had the ability to to put my my feet in his plight shoes. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to those songs, I was just, like, if you listen to um to uh, changes, right? And like I said, man, y'all gotta. Go listen to my other podcasts. I've been putting putting heat out for y'all for, for a while now. Um, Pac was able to put my feet in his shoes, man. Like if you listen to the uh second verse of Changes, and this this ain't the first time I've 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 said this or whatever, but if you listen to how he how he formats it or whatever, just just how he sets it up, and then just the end of that second verse where he says, You gotta operate the easy way. I made a G today, but you made it in a sleazy way. Selling crack to the kids. I got to get paid. But hey, that's the way it is. Like just that exchange, just that conversation. I know Slick Rick want to be storyteller guy and people want to crown Slick Rick as storyteller guy. But it's a lot of ways to tell stories. Plenty of ways to tell stories. And if you just look at that conversation, if you just look at that conversation that Pac had with that guy that was selling crack to kids, it started off with, Yo, dude, you selling crack to kids. You wrong for that. And the dude going, I get it. <laughs> but what else am I going to do? And Pac going, yeah, I feel you. 
<laughs> but that's the way it is. That's just it's just the 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 product of, the product of the environment. You know what I'm saying? And Pac did a fantastic job of putting my feet in his shoes. Um, and that's it. You know, primetime asked me, yo, Vach, why you hating on the young talent? I'm not, but y'all ask y'all ask my my top five rappers, my top five all-time guys. And the older guys are just my top five all-time guys. You ask me what you know what my younger list is, Kendrick is on there. Uh J. Cole is on there. Um J. I. D. gonna take J. Cole's spot at some point. It's bound to happen. Hang tight. Um you know, Jordan Lucas dropped some some you know pretty solid fire last week. I'm with him on that. People telling me to listen to Logic. I mean, I I, I get you, but I'll probably give him, you know Logic. Logic. You know when, when I hear him rapping, sometimes man, you can hear his influence, man. You can hear so much tribe in, in Logic, man. You can hear, um, she, I mean, you could tell J Cole kind of inspires Logic sometimes. You know what I mean? Just, um, you know, that just is what that is, but. Um, I'll tell you what, I used to didn't like Young Thug, but, you know, prime time, I know you're going to bring Young Thug up at some point. I didn't used to like Young Thug, but once I looked at Young Thug and said, okay, look, Young Thug's not a rapper, and he's probably not going to be a top five rapper, and he's not a lyricist. Um, rap, like, like I know people want to say Young Thug can't rap, and that uh, rap in the 90s would never let, you know, Young Thug get off like this, but if you look at Freak Nasty, you look at the 69 boys, you look at Luke and the two live crew, they ass couldn't rap neither. The fucking cha-cha slide dude, he couldn't rap neither. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh Thug is another Prince. I right, Prime, that's enough. Um But if you if you just look at those guys that like whoever came out with the dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Those guys were trash too, and I'm sure rappers in the '90s weren't going around claiming them. But they had their own lane. They had their own, their own ass shaking lane, their own freak nick lane. And, you know, Thug got his own lane, so I got respect for Young Thug. Hey, shit! I tell you what, if y'all listen to my film sessions, if y'all do enough of my film sessions, shit, what's the main two instrumentals I got? <laughs> what's the main two instrumentals that I rap over? I mean, not that I rap over, uh, that I um. That I that I that I talk over. I I use Young Thug instrumentals while I'm breaking down while I'm breaking down uh while I'm breaking down film. So you know I'm aware of Young Thug. He just you know he just can't be in my top five. He just can't be in my top five. But it is what it is. Charlie boy, I got you. <laughs> Whatever. Best bar in Dallas? I don't know. I'm from Houston. And I'm from Mississippi, really. But, you know, I've just kind of been in Dallas. But um, Jesus don't get the respect he deserves. I agree. Jesus is fantastic. Who's also in his own lane. Um, all right, we've been doing this for a minute. We have 52 minutes. But, hey, man, look, this is what's uh, – Vach, you like Gucci? May not. Uh, this was uh, – was, uh, Vach's Voice Podcast, man. <clears throat> now, I have a lot – uh. I have a lot more about his voice podcast. Like this ain't, this ain't like if you go to the podcast feed, you ain't just gonna see this and nothing else. You're gonna see like 20 other podcasts. Cause I've been podcasting before. And y'all can feel free to go check out any one of those podcasts, man. Uh, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. I appreciate y'all uh y'all's questions. We covered a lot of ground here. Um, if you didn't catch the whole thing, like I said, go check that out. It's on all podcast streaming platforms. And if you know, y'all just wanna be a real one, y'all just wanna hold it down for me, man. Y'all, you know. Go to go to um, uh, Podbean. Go to Stitcher. Go to um, 
Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever, Spotify, whatever you, you know, you know, however you listen to podcasts, the Vatch's Voice Podcast is there. And go check out some old stuff. And if you like some of the older podcasts I've dropped, go on Twitter and tell me which podcast you like, and I'll respond to you and we'll have that conversation. But this is how we're going to do it moving forward, man, because I tell you what, one day the NFL Illuminati going to come for me for stealing all that shit. And, um... Hopefully I'm making a living podcasting and twitching by then. So with that being said, man, hey, appreciate y'all for being here. This video will not exist anymore. I'm going to delete it. Go listen to it on the actual stream. Y'all hold it down for the Doski Woski and the Peace Kiwiski, man. It's